Midwest Theme Park Podcast, presented by Midwest Theme Park Enthusiasts. Hey everyone, I'm Nick McMahon, and today we are interviewing with Lou Axe from Adventureland Park. How are you doing, Lou? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Did I get your name, your last name correct? Yeah, Axt, A-X-T. All right. Well, Lou, um, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to come and chat with us and, and talk about the Work Camper Program, what you do for Adventureland, things like that. So why don't we start off... Um, we know you work for Adventureland. What What is your job title responsibilities? Okay, well, I'm the Rides Operations Manager and Work Camper Recruiter. So basically what that means is when it comes to the Rides Department, um, I kind of head up the department and I'm responsible for a lot of the administrative and behind-the-scenes tasks, uh, such as putting together training programs, um, documentation, scheduling. Uh, I work with the rides maintenance team to make sure that the rides are up and running and maintained properly. Um, work on a lot of different initiatives that affect safety and uh, guest satisfaction. So um, really involved in a lot of the decisions that determine how the rides employees do their jobs and how they treat guests. Um, so I'm really the number one guy to talk to if you have an experience that's less than perfect out at the rides, um, whether directly to me or through guest services, I'm the one that's probably gonna be generating a response. Um, I also am responsible for a lot of the corporate initiatives, the direction that we're going, whether just here at Adventureland or throughout the whole company, um, meaning uh, Palace Entertainment or Parques Reunidas, our uh, parent company. And uh, also, as I mentioned, Work Camper Recruiter. So I also am responsible for social media as well as live uh, appearances where I'm talking to people that might be considering coming to work for us as a work camper. Okay. Well, we'd love to hear more about the work camping program. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Okay. Uh, but we always like to talk about, I'm a food guy, and of course, I love rides, too. Um, who doesn't love the rides? And Adventureland, it's no secret that they have great food and great rides. Um, so with that being said, we always like to ask, what's your favorite food item at the park? And it can also be, I know that the employees have a commissary that they can eat from. You can also talk about that too, because it might attract some employees. You, if you have a favorite food item that's served in the commissary, but not out in the public, that's fine too. Well, um, that's a that's kind of a tough question because I really like to eat and I can't think of anything from the park that I don't like, but I'm going to go with the traditional answer because if there's one thing I like, it's a loaded funnel cake. Um, I think it kind of goes back to, harkens back to when I was a kid um, I lived in Massachusetts. I'd go to Riverside Park in Agawam before it became uh, a Six Flags Park. And I remember getting funnel cakes back then, and it, it was my favorite thing to get. And there, there weren't a lot of choices back then. There's a lot more food choices in, in the, the amusement park industry these days. But uh, 
the the loaded funnel cake we have I'll, i i could eat uh two or three of those i think i'd probably be sorry but i'd, I'd put them down you know they're, they're pretty delicious oh hey welcome jack glad you could join us hello hello hi jack how's it going lou good thanks good thanks we were just talking about my favorite food and uh i had, I had a little hard time choosing but the uh the loaded funnel cake won out Oh, yeah. Hard to go wrong with a loaded funnel cake. I agree. I agree. So, Lou, now that we've talked about what your uh, your favorite food is, what what would you say your favorite ride in the park is? Maybe both to operate and to ride? Well, I'm going to go with the same answer for both. And, and this is going to show how old school I am, because I've got to go with the tornado. Um, I have to go with the tornado for operating because it is one of the last rides that are manually controlled. And so the operator has a lot more to do with uh, how those brakes work than on most rides. And so it's really, it's a lot of fun, requires a little bit of finesse. Um, So that's definitely the ride I enjoy uh, working the most. Although I can't say by a wide margin, I like them all. Um, But as far as riding, I'm still, I'm going to also say the tornado. Um, I've just always found a certain thrill to the wooden coasters. And I, I, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, you got to ride in the front of it. Uh, the front seat's the best. I, I'm going to disagree with that because I prefer to be at the very back seat. I like that feeling of getting more airtime and uh, you can't beat it um, on the tornado. So, yeah, seat 11 or any non wheel seat is the winner for me. <laughs> Good um, call. <laughs> it's actually you get the smoothest ride of it. Um, and I always try to get seat 11. Yeah, cool. All right. So moving on. Um, so obviously, you know, you're you're the um, director of rides at Adventureland. That means you must have a little tenure at the park. How long have you been working for the park, Lou? Well, I'm going to uh, correct you a little bit because these days I'm called rides operations manager. Okay. So I'm actually not director level. Um, so in all fairness to our, our directors here, but I've been working for Adventureland since 2014. And in uh, a little different from some of the other people that work here and that work in the industry, I didn't start out um, in the amusement park industry or the entertainment industry. Um, I had uh, a successful career in uh, retail and technology um, prior, and that led me into work camping as a as being semi-retired, which introduced me to Adventureland, and I just couldn't get enough of it, so. Uh, here I am now since 2014, uh, starting out as a seasonal employee and now uh, full-time uh, running the rides department. So it's kind of come full circle for me. Um, Lou, you mentioned you're semi-retired, but what, I know you've been full-time for a couple of years at the park now. Yes, I have. What, what, what was the decision to retire, so to speak, from work camping and go back to being a full-time employee? Excellent question. Uh, well, uh you know, we, we, my wife and I returned to Adventureland as seasonal employees and work campers um, every summer because we really enjoyed not only the park, uh, and I mean that because of the people, both employees as well as uh, guests, but also the area. We just really love the Des Moines area, lots to do. And I, I am now a believer in, in uh, the Iowa nice uh, term. You know, I'm not Sure, we would have been as enthused to stick with working in an amusement park if we were out on the East Coast. I don't know. Um, 
Um, but we just kind of fell in love with with everybody here. And as time went on and we both kind of gained expertise in the industry, uh, we were just drawn further into it. And when my wife and I decided we were done with living in a little 24-foot Airstream trailer and she wanted her big kitchen again so she could be baking things for me and what have you, uh, we decided that uh, we would push, pursue full-time employment here and uh, and settle and we're living in Altoona now. So uh, uh, it's it's kind of a, in a roundabout way. Um, it took some time to develop, but we talked about for oh two or three years, we talked about how this is where we wanted to settle when we stopped traveling. And it all just can, can, kind of came together at once where uh, it fit. And uh, I'm really excited about uh, you know my role as uh, rides operations manager here because it it does fit well with some of the previous experience previous experience I have and uh, fits well with what I think is my my strength which which leans very heavily towards um, training and motivating employees. So I hope that answers your question in a rambling way. <laughs> oh, it it sure does, and um, I'm I'm glad you you talked about that and it. It's you know as everybody may or may not know, I've had an opportunity to work with you um, at the park. You know the past few seasons, and uh, your passion for the park really shows. And um, it's nice to get your perspective on why you know the the why. Why would you you know semi retire and then go back to full time employment? And it's you know if, if you've got a passion for something, you should do it. And I, I'm a fervent believer in that. So I agree. I agree. And I, 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 I've never worked so hard and had so much fun at it as I've had here at Adventureland. So, yeah. So what, about, what is it about Adventureland that makes you want to come back and work for so long and on semi-retire, I guess? Uh, well, I, I would say one of the biggest elements uh, in answering that question has to do with uh, so many uh, uh, friends and, and co-workers that I have here uh, that I and just really enjoy their company, really enjoy working with the people I work with. Um, Adventureland has a culture that I've never encountered anywhere else before. Uh, I, I fully believe that everyone has each other's back around here in, in terms of within the Adventureland community, and within uh, those that work here at Adventureland, um, it, there's much more camaraderie than than many places I've worked before. Um, so I think that really uh, has been a big part of it. And another part of it is, uh, you know, as I mentioned, I've I've never worked this hard anywhere where I've had so much fun at it. Uh, it's incredibly rewarding to me, uh, both to see the smiles on guest faces and to see them having a good time. Um, but it's also really rewarding to develop uh, the crew here. And we have a unique situation where we have work campers that are, you know, we have work campers that are in their 80s. And we have 16 year olds that are just starting out at their first job here in the rides department. And that I just find that there, there are very few uh, situations like that out in other other sectors and other uh, businesses and it creates kind of a unique environment um i mean jack with you know you being uh, a little bit younger than i am and uh uh you know you're what a year into working for adventureland 
Um, so, you know, you can probably offer a different perspective on the on the same subject. And I hope you'll agree there's there's a, a, a team effort, a team environment, a camaraderie that that's uh, that's very good here. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you feel it from the second that you start working there, too. It's just like instantly you feel like everybody has your back. Exactly. Exactly. And I got to be honest with you, as somebody who's never worked for the park, but worked with um, a lot of the folks in the park, um, I see the culture as both a guest and somebody who has not a huge bit, but a little bit of the behind the scenes. Um, I have made great friends with some of the ride operators and stuff like that, uh-huh. um, where we're friends on Facebook and we communicate regularly, some of the work campers. Um, and I see that culture. They talk about that culture. And so, I mean, you guys really have a great thing going there. And as much as I wish I could work for for the park, um, it just unfortunately doesn't fit in with my current um, my current lifestyle and career. But maybe one day when I get a little older, I could be a work camper. Sure. <laughs> We'd love to have you. <laughs> so uh, kind of shifting gears away from the regular season now, what do you do in the off season to keep yourself busy? Oh, that's a great that's a great question. Believe it or not, um, in some ways, I'm I'm busier this time of the year, and it kind of goes against reason. But um, there is just a ton of administrative tasks and um, kind of back office functions that happen in the off season. Uh, I'll give you some examples. For instance, uh, the uh, the SOP, the standard operating procedures that we have out at the rides that we use as a basis for all our training. Every year, those need to be gone through with a fine-tooth comb. Uh, there usually are a number of areas where we are making changes. Um, it might be to accommodate a new technology. It might be to accommodate um, some change in the law. Um, it might be because we've just made a terminology change because it's something that's happening in the industry. Um, that takes a lot of time. We've got, you know, with all the different rides and each ride may have more than one position we're training on. Um, so we may have, you know, that, that takes quite a bit to go through to make sure we're consistent, not only in the operating procedures documents, um, but then we have to translate that into all of our training checklists and how we perform training, and it's 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 not the most exciting uh, part of the job, but it's very necessary to make sure that uh, you know we're performing the best we can and make sure we're offering the best experience for our guests. By the same token, we have initiatives that get handed down through corporate um, new software packages. Um, there'll be um, you know things that that you don't really see out at the rides that we try to get done in the off season. So it doesn't disrupt day-to-day operation once we're open. Okay. That leads us to the fun part of the episode. Lou, we would like you to talk about um, the work camping program. Um, So we know that you started out with Adventureland as a work camper. Could you tell us a little more about it? Maybe share some information for our fans and our listeners out there who might be considering a work camping position with Adventureland. 
Sure. Um, you know, feel free to cover as much as you'd like. We we would like to know how the program works and uh, where where folks can go to to um, see further interest and express interest in that. Okay. Well, let me, uh, if I might, I'm going to backpedal just a little bit, and I'm going to give you uh, kind of a brief story about how my wife landed on work camping and how we found Adventureland. Certainly. My, my wife and I, at, I, I had a background in, uh, I was a retail store manager for Radio Shack, and then I went to work for CompuWorks for many years. Uh, CompuWorks is a regional systems integrator uh, back east. And uh, my wife had an accounting background. Um, she worked for a couple different companies in accounting. And uh, I guess it was about 15 years ago now. Um, we were just uh, doing our monthly recap of our budgeting and whatnot. And we realized that, gosh, you know, we could potentially uh, travel full time if we were able to get out from underneath our mortgage. We had no consumer debt. And so we started thinking about that. And as luck will have it, a few years later, due to circumstances out of either of our control, we were laid off a month apart from one another. Um, and I left uh, CompuWorks uh, laid off, but with a very handsome severance package. Uh, my wife had been laid off from where she was working in an accounting department, and we started looking much more seriously at, gosh, maybe instead of hunting around for another job, we should just start traveling now while we're young enough to enjoy it. And we pursued that, found an avenue to uh, uh, to sell the house. And we started working uh, at a, uh, actually we were selling antiques that came, uh, antique furniture out of our house at an antiques market in Vermont was our first work camping gig. And that summer we hadn't sold the house yet. We were actually camping out in the driveway in the Airstream and getting used to living in a little 24-foot trailer. Uh, had a lot of fun, and we actually did very well selling off our, uh, we had a lot of arts and crafts era furniture. And while we were there, we met someone that said, hey, you know, if, if you like doing this, you, could, you should consider working for Amazon. They hire work campers. You can go and get a free campsite, and they'll pay you pretty good. And uh, we looked into it, and they had a, uh, uh, program in Campbellsville, Kentucky. So we were living in Massachusetts. We went down to Campbellsville, Kentucky after the house was had been liquidated and worked for Amazon for three months. And we met someone there that said, you know what you should do in the spring? You should go try working for Adventureland. And we're like, Adventureland? Never heard of it. Where is that? And uh, I said, oh, it's out in Iowa. And I said, uh, corn country, why would you want to go there? Uh, well, after talking to this person for some time, uh, we heard that, oh, it's a lot of fun and you're going to meet a lot of people. And they've got a huge work camper program. It's been one of the, it's one of the oldest in the country. I said, really? I had no idea what, what it was about. My wife and I signed up. They hired us on. And in the spring of 2014, we showed up. They told us uh, which campsite without was ours. We backed in the little 24-foot trailer. There was a 40-foot motorhome on one side of us and a 45-foot fifth wheel on the other. We felt like, you know, ants amidst the giants and uh, awaited further instruction. Really had no idea what work camping was about to speak of. And so we showed up for our first training day. They showed us around the amusement park. And uh, we just immediately started enjoying ourselves. 
um, that same culture that you both mentioned that you could feel around here, we felt from the first day. Um, there was a lot of friendliness amongst people working in the park from different departments. And we just felt like we belonged right away. So we both worked in the rides department that summer. Um, we went back and worked for Amazon at a different location that, that fall. But we came back the next spring. And, and that next spring, I was offered the opportunity to help with set up and tear down. And so my season got a little longer. And uh, just uh, gradually each year learned more and more and more about the industry and about the park here. So uh, to tell you a little more about what work camping is, work camping is just uh, a seasonal position where usually you are paid, uh, but also receive a campsite as part of your compensation. Uh, here at Adventureland, uh, our season, of course, goes from May until the end of October. And many of our work campers will come and they'll work that entire period of time. Uh, in order to qualify for that free campsite, we ask that you're willing to work up to 32 hours a week, although more hours are available if you wish to work more. Um, but 32 is kind of the minimum commitment. Uh, now, on the shoulder of the season, uh, during Phantom Fall Fest or at the very opening of the season, we're only open a few days a week. So you're not going to get that 32 hours. So for many of our work campers, they enjoy the fact that they can come and work for eight, 12, 16 hours a week and have a whole bunch of time to go and see all that there is to see around the Des Moines area. Center of the season, you go, you get into the end of June, July, August, you're probably going to be scheduled for that 32 hours if you're a work camper. But there are other benefits. I mean, you'll get free admission to the park when you're not working. You'll get some uh, uh, free admission for people you know, um, whether that's uh, you'll get a handful of tickets, but you also can get discounted tickets through friends and our friends and family program if the ticket, the free tickets you get aren't enough and you want to have people come visit. You are close enough to the park in the campground that you can walk to work, five or 10 minute walk. Uh, some of our work campers take an e-bike or uh, a bicycle um, to make it even easier on them, but it's it's close. Uh, so if you have a motorhome, you don't want to drag a vehicle behind it, you can come camp in your motorhome and you can walk to Walmart, walk to work, and it's no moss, no fuss. Um, so that's a benefit for some of our work campers that work camp year round and just don't have a second vehicle. Other benefits are you can choose which department you'd like to work. You can work in the rides department. Of course, that's my favorite, but you could also choose to work in the foods department. You could be a cook or you could be a server. Um, you could work in uh, park services. Park services is the general cleanup and maintenance of the park. And many people choose that because they get to roam around the park and, uh, you know, have a little bit less of being in one place during the course of their shift. And so if that appeals to you, that might be an opportunity where you get to enjoy the park and you're just kind of picking up the trash that's around. Maybe you're emptying trash barrels now and again. There'll be a little bit of the janitorial type duties now and again, but um, it gives you a lot of freedom about the park. So that's attractive for many of our people that choose that. Um, we have other work campers that return after their first year that may get asked to uh, work other departments than those three, but those three are the ones that we offer first-year work campers. Um, the rest of the opportunities will just kind of depend on, on need. 
Um, we don't have that many employees, for instance, at our front gate. Um, there just aren't that many that are needed, so the openings are sporadic. We don't always hire for it from work campers, but there might be an opportunity that, that pops up this year. We'll just have to see as an example. In the past, we've had work campers that have worked anything from uh, security to the bank to even uh, in the past, we have had uh, seasonal workers in the hotel. I don't know if there will be openings this year or not, um, but there are other possibilities there uh, down the road. Um, if you're considering coming to work as a work camper, you can find a lot of information about the program. There are arrival and departure bonuses if you decide to work the majority of the season. And that's laid out. Um, you can go to adventurelandresort.com and under the information tab, you'll find work camper. And that will give you some details. There's a work camper brochure you can click on. It'll give you pretty detailed information in there as to the dates you need to be here and stay until to qualify for the bonuses. Um, it'll give you um, the specific um, uh, pay rates even for the under 16 crowd. So if you're thinking, gee, I'd like to come work camp for the season and I've got two teenagers in the house, can they get jobs? Well, um, if they're 14 or older, certainly. Um, there is a slightly lower pay rate um, if you're under 16, because there's limited areas where you can work um, for under 18. So it, it does get broken out a little bit. And you can, again, you can find the details there. Um, I don't want to bore you with all the specific details, but there are opportunities for 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds here at the park. And we do have uh, three or four families that they have four or five in the same campsite that all work over here in the park. Um, uh, so, you know, that may be an opportunity, um, to have some fun, make a little money over the summer. If you happen to work a job where you have the summer free, you know, if you work, uh, maybe in education, um, you know, this might be an opportunity to pick up a couple extra bucks and have fun and have the kids have a summer job also. Um, so that, that could be a possibility for you. Um, but any questions, I mean, I welcome anyone that wants to address their questions to me. Um, I'm happy to give out my email address is lou, L-O-U, at adventurelandpark.com. So please email me, or if it's something that's kind of specific to um, how to get hired or to follow up on hiring, you can email hr at adventurelandpark.com. And you'll get one of our HR representatives that'll uh, reply, and um, they're certainly available to answer questions as well. So hopefully that kind of covers it in broad strokes. Uh, anything else you can think of I should cover regarding work camping, uh, Jack or Nick? No, that that is absolutely fantastic information, and it's nice to know, um, you know, what kind of a rundown of how how the program works. Um, and, you know, for those of you that don't know, as Lou mentioned, you know, there's a hotel um, at here. It's a, it's a full resort, right? You've got a hotel, restaurant and bar, uh, the campground, um, the park. It's 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 everything in one one place. Yep, uh, on 180 acres. So it's 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 bigger than you realize if you haven't toured all the grounds. 
Um, it's it's uh, kind of tiring if you're on foot getting around everywhere, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. spread out. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so uh, yeah, if you're interested, I'd encourage you to you know if you're not ready to apply, uh, you know, please contact me or contact HR if if the website doesn't answer your questions. Um, but we have work campers that are uh, almost local um, that just bring their 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 trailer or their motorhome or their rig here. We have converted vans, uh, some people have. Um, and then we have people from all over the country. Um, uh, we already have some applications from, let's see, Alabama, California, Utah, uh, Maine. Um, so we'll have people from all over the U.S. that will come here um, to work for the summer, which in, in itself is very interesting, getting people from all over the place. Well, it sounds like a fantastic opportunity. So, uh, you know, everybody listening out there, if if it's something you're interested, like Lou said, you can email him or you can go uh, to adventurelandresort.com. There's lots of information out there. And it's it's something very exciting that, you know, I love to meet all the work campers and hear their stories. Um, and it, it's a fantastic program, even from an outsider looking in. So, yeah, And it's been around a long time. You know, it's been over 25 years we've hired work campers. And we uh, we have hired as many as 400 and some odd work campers for a single season. We're we're pretty pretty happy if we can uh, hit somewhere around 250. And so, uh, uh, but we do have 310 campsites, and if we could fill all those campsites with work campers, we'd love to do that. So okay. uh, don't hesitate. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Um, Lou, do you have any other questions or? or comments for everybody listening today? Well, I'd just like to say thank you very much for having me on and uh, and for what uh, for what you, Nick, and, and Jack, what you do to, uh, to keep the uh, Midwest Enthusiast site going. Um, I think it's a great thing to bring people together, and, and I am very excited for what this year uh, is going to bring, both for Adventureland and for the industry as a whole. I think we're going to see... Uh, continue to see new and different things it'll make uh make things even better for uh for all you guys and gals and uh and for adventureland so i hope to uh hope to see you all here in the park this year and uh i'm i'm uh, very uh excited to meet as many of you as possible okay thank you for tuning in to the midwest theme park podcast presented by midwest theme park enthusiasts be sure to follow us on facebook twitter and youtube we are also now uploading content to TikTok. Please drop us a comment and let us know what you would like to hear on future episodes.